It's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to the latest edition of the Casual Flex. I am your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes D Scoop. Catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes D Scoop. Man, let's get into it. So, Cadillac Williams, man. Shout out to Lack, bro. Like, you know, like, Auburn got their first win in probably six, seven weeks. I don't know how long it's been. It's been too long. It's been that long. It was super hot outside the last time Auburn won the game. And the next win came from Carnell. Cadillac Williams. So we got to give him a round of applause. Like, Faison, hit me with something funky. Like, for sure. How did he do it? Energy. Cadillac Williams won his last game based on energy. Auburn was not a more talented team than Texas AM. Auburn didn't have a better offense than Texas AM. Auburn did have a better defense than Texas A&M, but top to bottom, they didn't have more talent. It probably they didn't even have more talent on the coaching staff, according to what people say. But what they had is guys who were committed to winning, committed to the same outcome, and committed to Cadillac Williams, and that and and, and that permeated every circumstance that could have held him back. So let's talk about it. The recruits that were there, 50 top 100 guys from their respective states. And if you want to go national, I'll probably say they probably had about 20 of the top 100 for sure. Depending on who you ask, yeah. So Quay Russo and James Smith didn't come, but that's a game I, I guarantee you they wish they could have got back. And I'll tell you, they'll be at the game this weekend for Western Kentucky. You're hearing it here first. Russo and Smith will be at the Western Kentucky game. I know that for sure. And But let's look at who was there. Langston Hughes' kids. Jelani Thurman, Bo Hughley, Aaron Nolan, JoJo Stone, like Miami, Miami Killian, Stanquan Clark. Look at uh, – DEFCON, 707 team, the quarterback, Keon Jenkins. Ruben Bain was there. Colton Hood was there. And Colton, and, and look, I just had uh Roger Hood last week. That's his uncle. I can go ahead and tell y'all, I mean, he's probably coming to Auburn, period. But whatever it was that they had to see, they saw it. And uh, I think it was just as much as for the players seeing that light. Man, that light show. I remember they put a meal, a meal ticket on those lights. Crazy. And then after that, you got to think about the facility. The new, the football only facility is so dope. I saw it, and guess what? The only facility that I saw, and I've seen a few of them. The only facility that I saw that was like just heads and shoulders above a lot of the other ones was Clemson. And if you ask a lot of players or people who are familiar, like the touchscreen portion of uh, like the biometrics that uh, Clemson has in their facility, 
was like second to none. And a lot of kids loved it because of how futuristic it seemed. Man, Ops, man, Auburn's, Auburn's is going crazy. Auburn has a 1000% up to date, five ass facility, and you can't beat it. And, um, I think that's part of the reason that Auburn is such an attractive job going forward because you got a facility. You got NIL money. You've got a recruiting um, fingerprint, footprint, excuse me. You got a recruiting footprint that makes sense. So you got guys who don't go to Georgia that will be there. You got guys that, you know, uh, you, you got the state of Alabama. You got the state of Mississippi. You got Louisiana. You can go so many places in Auburn. You still got the pipeline to Florida. So I think that Auburn really is such a good job that uh, a lot of people underestimate it. Let me take this hat off. I don't even feel like it today. Yeah, we're going natural today. I need to. Guess what? It's serious business time, man. It is serious business on the planes right now. So Auburn has Western Kentucky this week. They're going to throw the ball a ton, and I don't think this is a team that Auburn can afford to sleep on. But what I can say is that they play if if Auburn plays anywhere near with the intensity that they had last weekend for Coach Cadillac Williams, they're gonna ball. The running game, dueling running backs, a hundred dollars a piece, boom, hunduns for each one of them. You can't beat that. That's Auburn football. That's Auburn. Football, especially under the tutelage of Carnell Cadillac Williams. Seeing so many players on the sideline, just happy to be there. Man, it was like a party. Nobody, if, if you take the score away from that game, nobody knows what the score would have been. It would have looked like a 56 to nothing score the way people were celebrating. Nobody even knew. How would you know it was a 13-10 game? You couldn't tell from the sideline. Hmm. No. 014. 05 team. 06 team. You name it. Representatives from East Team was there. People were in town to come support Cadillac. And that goes to my next point. Auburn is a team that's willing to support a folk hero. And it's so incredible to me. That somebody in the echelon of a Charles Barkley, of a Cam Newton, of a Bo Jackson, and that's Cadillac Williams. Because at the end of the day, outside of Pat Sullivan, if you got five of the top players who ever played anything in Auburn, at Auburn for sure, I mean, Bo Jackson, Cam Newton, Charles Barkley, Pat Sullivan. Who do you put at five above Cadillac Williams? It's hard for me to say that. And I don't know if you could put anybody ahead of him. Like, where where do you put him? Basketball? No. Maybe Jabari Smith, if he has the type of career that he we think he can have. Andre Bruce? No. Tracy Rocker? No. I mean, I, it's gonna, you, you'd be very hard-pressed. 
And uh, we see some greats come through Auburn, man. Guys who've had crazy success. Uh, Stephen Davis played a really long time, but does he have the same type of pull that Cardinal Cadillac Williams has? Nah. So yeah, man. Um, shout out to Lack. Um, and the energy that he brought. Shout out to the all Auburn fans for bringing it in uh negative 40 degree weather, which seems like negative 15 in Alabama. When I say negative 40, excuse me, sub 40, because it was less than 40 degrees. But yeah, that 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 really felt like less than 40 degrees in Alabama. I mean, less than 15 degrees in Alabama, because in the southeast, we're not used to that. We aren't. And uh not a shame to say it, I understand, but it was cold as hell on them sidelines. But it was still such a good time. Oh my goodness, it was a good time. Shout out to my boy Marcus Mc uh Mark Marcus McNeil and DeMarco McNeil, one of uh Blunt's finest, uh Mobile's finest, uh Pritchard's finest. My boy uh hooked us up. We had a little uh little something extra in our cups and uh I ain't gonna say what it was, but it was something that puts hair on your chest. It's something they don't sell in stores, and it's something that I don't regret tasting. So thank you, sir. But yeah, man, outside of that, man, um really tough challenge this week in Auburn with Western Kentucky. And I feel like um Auburn will be up to the challenge. And I think that if Lack beats Western Kentucky. And let's just go with what we go on. Let's say they beat Alabama. You absolutely have to give Lack serious consideration for the head coaching job. I hear Lane Kiffin. I hear Hugh Freeze. I hear Jeff Grimes. I hear Dion. I even hear Dion. And I'm I'm a huge Dion fan. I'm from Atlanta. I love Deion Sanders. Like he's related to me. My son literally scored his first touchdown of the season in the last game about three weeks ago, and he high-stepped into the end zone. That's the impact Deion Sanders has had. But you know what? I don't think there's anybody that fits what Auburn does and who Auburn is better than Carnell Cadillac Williams. He is the epitome of an Auburn man. And uh, if you're going to make that type of hire, I don't see how you don't hire Carnell Cadillac Williams. This ain't about an interview. This ain't about no, uh, and I, they don't have the Rooney rule in college. This ain't about no black versus white. This is about the best person for the job. And if he's not one of the top three or four best people for the job, then whoever they decide is the best person for the job, probably isn't the best person of the job for the job for sure but let's change gears we talked about auburn we know the falcons got spanked on thursday night football by the panthers by the panthers with pj walker deontay foreman that's spanked, and i'm starting to worry a little bit so I was very, very, very loud with my proclamation about who was going to go to the playoffs from the NFC South. I felt like 
the Falcons had a real shot. And you know what? I'm doubling down. The Falcons will go to the playoffs. The Falcons will go to the playoffs. You know why? Because the Falcons play a brand of football that is sustainable. And when you catch a team that cannot stop the run, the Falcons are going to be very successful. The Panthers happen to be a team that are very successful against the run. They have one of the best interior defensive linemen in the game in a few years in Derrick Brown, who's also an Auburn alumni or alumnus, excuse me, to be proper. But outside of that, every team's not going to have a Derrick Brown. And as long as the Falcons decide to get out in front, they'll win enough games in order to make sure that they hit the playoffs. So I still stand on my prediction that the Falcons make the playoffs. I think the biggest thing that'll change will be, I think the Falcons make the playoffs with a losing record. Absolutely. I think that the NFC South this year gets a team in the playoffs with a with a losing record. And uh Tom Brady, like you like, you know, Tom Brady is probably the biggest threat. Man, he didn't man, man, look, this man just divorced Giselle. Uh super rich, super model that you got kids with. And you're going to have to, and if she dates anybody else, you're going to have to see her. I don't even care if you don't like it like that. You're going to have to see your baby mama out with somebody else. And any competitive guy does not like that. Either you're going to try to get her back, or you're going to try to double up with the girl you got now. But, bro, you go with a super rich supermodel. You can't beat that. So, the, yeah. Giselle is going to, Giselle is probably the reason the Falcons will get to the playoffs this year because the Bucs ain't going to do it. They'll crash out. So, them folks are going to crash. Hmm. They're going to crash. 285 at 430. <laughs> crash. For sure. It's going to happen. But, um, let's talk about one of the best games I've seen in a long time, which was the Bills versus the Vikings. Incredible game. People are asking, did Jeff, did, uh, excuse me, did uh, Justin Jefferson ascend to the next level in that game? Did Josh Allen regress? Who won the trade between the Vikings and the Bills when they traded a first-round pick to go get Stephon Diggs? Hmm. But to answer your questions, it's all the same. You got the two best wide receivers in the league in that game, in my opinion. Stephon. And Justin, Justin makes a generational catch. The catch was so good. Let me tell you why it was so good. So let's compare it to other great catches. But I'm going to compare it to the great catch that I think is the greatest catch. Well, two of them. Julio Jones in the Super Bowl, where he goes up over the defender, catches the ball way somewhere where he shouldn't have been catching it, and, and still was able to get his feet down and bounce. And the other catch, Odell Beckham. Reach back like one, three, like one, three. Yeah, that one. 
But what did Justin Jefferson do? He reached back like one, three, like one, three. He reached back, right? The defender has his hand on the ball. He used the defender's hand to secure the ball until he got to the ground and then tucked the ball as a catch. Live reception. J.J. Jettles. J. Jettles did it. Never seen nothing like it. So salute to you. Which, which brings me to my next portion of the show, which is you got Justin Jefferson. You got Stephon Diggs. They got to be top five. Everybody wants to know who's top five. Who are your goats? And to be honest, I got to put those two in it. But who else is there for me? This may ruffle a little feathers. I don't know what I just said. Don't take me out of context. But when you think about everything, and we think about all of the factors, Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in football. Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in football. Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in football. Why, Dukes? He went from playing with Pat Mahomes to playing with Tua T. Playing with Tua and has better stats. Wow. How do you have better stats? He must have less weapons. Can you name a number two receiver in Kansas City since Tyreek Hill has been there that was better than Jalen Waddle? Mm. Jalen Waddle is also number five in the NFL in receiving yards. They just throwing that thing around and doing what they got to do. That's all. That's all they're doing. So now you see him go from Pat Mahomes to Tua, and a lot of people still feel like he's just running a deep ball. Dog, first of all, the deep ball is a talent. So for all my people here who are watching me that have never made an over-the-shoulder catch, it ain't easy. It's something that you learn early, and you got to hone that skill. To be able to run down the field, look up, put your hands out, and maintain that your feet are still going, that's not easy. People make it look easy. Cheetah, Tyree Hill makes it look easy. What else does he do? Hell of a post game. Man, when he puts that foot in the ground and decides to get upfield, the way he accelerates off that, that, that plant foot is, is, is nasty. It's ridiculous. And he's very aggressive. Tyreek Hill, even though he's 5'10", he plays like he's 6'6", and he wants you to play with him. Play with me if you want to. Hmm. Guess what? Get your hands off of me. Let me go make my catch or I'm going to embarrass you. And that's how it feels. So, yeah, man, I think my top receiver in the league would be Tyreek Hill. The Giants. The Giants, dog. The Giants finally decided they wanted to join the living and become a great team this year. Short answer? Yep. <laughs> That's the NFL for you, man. NFL stands for not for long. For sure. So whoever was hired yesterday, 
they probably ain't had today. Point blank, period. And 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 and, and it, it could worry you a little bit to the point where you feel like, dang, did somebody forget about me? But as long as you take care of the main deal, the main keep the main thing, the main thing, and take care of you, yourself, and your folks, you'll be absolutely fine. But yeah, man, um, I think I'm gonna get up out of here. It's been a great show. Love to see you guys. And um, make sure you hit the like and subscribe button. Sure. Got to do that. But I'm your host, Philip Dukes. The Casual Flex. I'm out.